What's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast, episode 186 on progress over progression. All right, cool. So I got a question for y'all to open up today's conversation, right? And the question is, would you rather the pressures of doing better each day or being perfect every day? Which pressure would you prefer? Really think about that too. Like if you had to deal with the daily pressure of people, responsibilities, etc., which pressure are you most willing to take? And that's getting better every day or getting better each day or being perfect being perfect every day. Which one are you going to choose? Let us know because this is really what it's all about. As we talk about progress over perfection, this conversation is going to be talking about the pros and cons of being a perfectionist versus being a progressionist. And I might've just made that word, that second word up. I never really heard people use the word progressionist, but we're going to use it a lot today because ideally I'm going to tell you why I think being a professionist perfectionist is actually setting you up for misery, despair, you know, unhappiness and all these things that we want to avoid where progressionism and progressionists seem to have the more abundant life. So let's get into today's episode. But before we get into that, make sure you use code Kai speaks to get 20% off your first Popple order. Yes, we talked about Popple. You got business cards out there and you know, you're going to see it. I'm pretty sure you're going to see an ad somewhere in this video about why I like to use Popple over your traditional business cards. But yes, make sure you guys tap in and use that code Kai speaks Q U I Y S P E A K S so that you can get 20% off your first business card. Let's get it popping. All right. What's up, millionaire? So I know I shared this once, maybe even twice, but here's the third time. So I'm really starting to lose faith in business cards. And the reason why is because every time I get about 500 business cards, I use about 100, 150 and my business has changed, whether the website has changed or just things are just changing, especially when you're a new entrepreneur. You know, I've been in entrepreneurship just under five years. So, you know, things are still changing. You're optimizing, you're getting new websites, getting new Instagram accounts and your business card really expires. So what I learned and what I love now is Popple, right? I have a Popple card right here in my pocket. And what I love about it is it's a physical card that I can put my logo on, even has a QR code that I can scan or hold up to somebody's phone. And they have a virtual business card where I can update my information as much as I need to. I can share as much information as I want to from my phone number, social media pages, the whole nine. And I can also disable sharing that information if I want to as well. I definitely want you guys to consider Popple because as your business is changing, why spend so much money on these paper business cards when most of the times people throw them away? And it's expired because you changed your business. So there's also going to be a link at the bottom of this video for you to download Popple, get your business card. Or if I hold it up close enough, you might be able to scan that QR code. So welcome back to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, the world's most trusted podcast for passion, attraction. This show was created as a community, right? The whole podcast was created as a community for self-mastery and abundance while having million dollar conversations with really dope people. Just know you're in the right place if you are here looking for money making tips and tricks for living a more passionate life. Let's get it popping. So funny story in a true story. Um, 
the question we opened up with, I asked that two different ways on Instagram. And I got two very different responses. The first way I asked the question was, would you prefer slow progress or perfection? Now, granted, the way I asked that question was to see how many people were going to choose perfection over the progress. Hence why I put the word slow in there. Because a lot of times with progress, we don't notice it. It's not this drastic thing that we see the next day. Take going to the gym, for instance. You don't see your progress being made um, the next day. You know, you go to a gym for a week straight. You don't see progress yet. You know, something might take you two weeks. It might take you two months. It might take you a quarter. It might take you a year to go to the gym consistently before you actually see the progress. Um, but that doesn't mean progress isn't being made. It's all types of progresses and, and it's all types of things changing in your body and in your habits and your mindset. It's a lot of progress being made over time, but we don't always see it. So I just wanted to see what people would prefer. And I would love to hear, you know, what you guys would prefer over, you know, slow progress or perfection. And then I asked the question how I asked it the first time we just opened up the show. Would you rather the pressure of doing better versus being better? Bet, being perfect right doing better versus being perfect and once i asked it that way all of a sudden everybody's responses pulled the switcheroo people who said oh i would much rather perfection and slow process progress because you know i want to you know get it done i want to be you know at, at my peak i want to reach this i want to reach that right but once we rephrased it to the pressure of doing better every day or the pressure of being perfect now people kind of pulled away from that idea of being perfect because it now led to this, this responsibility and expectation that other people had of them to be perfect, to always have the right answers, to just be perfect, right? That is a huge pressure. Imagine if you walked into work and you know people had this expectation for you to walk in to work the same way every time. No, like no variations from how you walk into the room. So you can walk in, you know, maybe have, uh, you know, a slip up, you know, maybe you're not smiling all the time, or maybe you walk in and, you know, you're rushing in because you got a, 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 a meeting or you were stuck in traffic. What if people expected you to arrive to work the same way every single time? Do you think that you would want to be at that job much longer or you would enjoy like it may work for the first week but then sooner or later you might get tired of it and you may start avoiding that space just imagine what that pressure would look like so all of a sudden people's responses for the switcheroo and i want to take this episode to explain you know the reasons why right because people like the idea of perfection but not the consequences that this word perfection comes with. We like the idea of having everything already figured out. We start a business. We like the idea of the business already making money and us not having to figure out why it's not making no money. When we, you know, meet, you know, meet our future lover or, you know, uh, we get in a relationship, we love the idea for that relationship to be perfect and, you know, not have any communication issues, any, you know, dilemmas that need to be talked about, anything like that. We like the idea, but what happens is when it comes to certain consequences, right? Like, let's say you, your business does start out with, you know, all the money that you can make, but 
since it's perfect in that form, there's no way for you to improve it, right? So that means if you start a $100,000 business, there's no way for that business to now make a million. That's a consequence, right? Yes, it's, it's, it's perfect in, the, in its foundation and structure, but it's perfect in the form that it is intended to be when we first think it up, if that makes sense, right? A lot of times when we first think of a business uh, and a plan, you know, it develops as we go on. Like the Million Dollar Mind podcast was, it started out as a way to promote my book. And I just stayed consistent with it and allowed it to take a life of its own. So if I allowed it to be perfect, it would have been perfect as a book review, right? Not what it is today. So we like the idea of perfection, but when it comes to the consequences, we don't necessarily want those, right? So we need to have a serious heart to heart today. That's why I wanted to get on here and talk to y'all because we got to talk about this. We still have self self-proclaimed perfectionists that walk around thinking that this is okay, that it's okay to, you know, always seek perfect when I mean, at the end of the day, don't get me wrong. We are all entitled to believe in whatever you you chose to believe in, right? You're entitled to that. However, my role and why you guys tune in, you know, twice a week, sometimes even more, is to shed light more on the cause and effect of our actions and our thoughts. Because I want to remind you guys that thoughts are indeed things. So the more we think a certain thing, it manifests itself into physicality into reality and we start to experience that in our lives and what i'm noticing to all my friends and family members that have this perfectionist type of mindset is actually it's actually doing them more of a mental disservice than the mindset of just focusing on getting better each day right getting better each day is doing people a much better service than making them feel like they have to have all the answers. They have to have all the processes. Everything has to go a certain way. No variations, no delusions, right? Nothing. And that's just not real. It's not reality because again, thoughts are things. So not just, you know, your thoughts, but other people's thoughts are things. And other, other, other people's thoughts can manifest in your life. Right. When people talk about you and people say certain certain things about you, good or bad, it could amplify and manifest into your life. And the unfortunate thing about it is we can't control what other people think. We can only control what we do and what we think. So if you think about it, that's why life is always hitting us with these obstacles and these challenges. And we just like, man, why is this happening to me? And it's because these things are being manifested from outside experiences and people and circumstances that have this butterfly effect that we have no ideas going on in the background and have no control over. Right. So that's why I want to really stress the importance of progression over perfection. And of course we got some actionable steps on how we can really implement this switch of the mindset in our day-to-day lives starting tomorrow. Right. Cause this is important. Number one, we got research. I want you guys to, if you haven't already, and you're not familiar with the book Atomic Habits, we're actually reading this book right now in our weekly book club with the Million Dollar Meetup. Um, 
right now we're talking about the aggregation of marginal gains and what that really does for you. And I'll explain it, what it really is. It's just a combination of 1% improvements along, uh, across a consistent and long period of time. So let's just say you commit to 90 days of improving a certain thing, just 1% every day for the next 90 days. That is the aggregation of marginal gains. It means that every single day, you may not notice a change, right? But when you look at it in its entirety, you'll see a drastic change. For example, if you take an ice cube and you are sitting in a room that is 25 degrees Fahrenheit. Now we know the freezing point of water is 32 degrees. So that's like sitting that ice cube in that room at 25 degrees Fahrenheit and every hour, increasing the temperature in the room up by one degree. So you increase it to 26, 27, 28. After three hours, the ice cube's still sitting there in front of you, no changes, right? Then another hour, you go to 30, another hour, 31, no changes. And it's been five hours. It's been five hours and this ice cube is still an ice cube. But once you change the temperature to 32 and the room has reached the temperature of 32 degrees, now you're going to start to see that ice cube change and melt a little bit. And then once we get to 33 and up, you know, that ice cube is no longer an ice cube. It's water. That's a drastic change. Now, keep in mind, in entirety, we're talking about an ice cube being to now in the form of water. That's a big, very, that's a very big change. But if you ask what was the change from hour one to hour three, there was no change. So that is the aggregation of marginal gains. It's the entire combination of these small 1% improvements as opposed to looking at it as 1% improvements, right? Because it, it, you got to really understand the importance of increments, and the importance of consistency. We talk about consistency all the time. We've had guests who talk about, oh yeah, you know, I mean, the main thing that helped me is I just stayed consistent with it. Oh, the main thing that helped me is I just read, I just consistently read, you know, a book for 15 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, 15, whatever. Consistency is the key and the secret to success. In order to be successful in anything, you have to keep, you have to keep doing it for a while in order to see the success or else you see the failure. And again, you can only fail when you stop, right? That's why we say you only fail when you stop. If we're, if we're still going and that consistency is still flowing, you haven't failed yet. You only fail when you say, hey, this is not working. This is not no longer worth my time. I'm backing out of this. And then I'll say, yeah, I had a failed this because I decided to stop working on it. And we just decided to part ways on this venture this relationship whatever the case may be right that's number one number two is identify who you want to become that right now you can interchange one and two steps one and two right just familiarize yourself with the aggregation of marginal gains but really you got to also start to identify who you want to become because it's going to be a switch in that identity that is going to make it easier or harder for you to stay consistent throughout that that duration of time. And you know, the longer you try to stay consistent, the harder it is if that identity piece is not there. For example, we have two people that 
at this moment are not smoking cigarettes anymore. One person though, their identity is they're still a smoker because they don't, they say things like, oh, I'm trying to quit smoking. If you say I'm trying to quit smoking, that means in your mind, you are still a smoker struggling to quit smoking, right? And then the second person on the other hand says, I do not smoke. This is a person who has made the definite decision to no longer become a smoker. So they, their identity is I'm not a smoker, right? So the person who says, oh, I want to go the rest of my life without smoking cigarettes. Who do you think is going to have the most success? Is going to be the person who has already subconsciously and consciously decided that they are no longer a smoker. Where on the other hand, the other person decided that they are going to struggle with quitting smoking. Because at the end of the day, no matter how hard you try, you can only try. And what I mean by that, if I ask you to try to pick up this glass or you tell me, Kai, try to pick up this glass. The fact that I'm holding it on camera means I picked it up. And the fact that you can no longer see it means that I put it back down or I could not pick it up. There is no try. You can only do or you can do not. <laughs> so at the end of the day, the person who says, oh, I'm trying to quit smoking. Either you quit smoking or you don't quit smoking. Either you stay strong or you relapse. Those are the only two options that you have. So identify who you want to become. You got to identify who you want to become and you have to affirm it within your, your, your belief system, within your spiritual belief, your, your spiritual being, within your mental being, that that is the person that you are. Because in order to become a millionaire, you have to become a millionaire. You have to embody, you know, the, the, the routines that millionaires have, the, the, the schedules that they have, the books that they read, the, you know, the budgets that they that they uh apply to their businesses and their personal life you have to become the millionaire before you become a millionaire right number three create a process for you to get one percent better each day right so we just talked about the aggregation of marginal gains understand what it is understand the importance understand the pros and cons it's not going to be too many cons if any at all but now i want you to start working on creating a process to get better each day my process right now that I'm working on is to uh, to go back to waking up at 5 a.m. Guys, it's been a journey. Like I was doing so good. And then all of a sudden, like just like that, I fell off. And now I'm back to waking up like 6.30, sometimes 7 o'clock, you know. And I want to get back to that 5 a.m. Because the 5 a.m. club, you know, was an amazing time for me as far as productivity, efficiency, all that. All the above. So for me, my process to get 1% better each day is to every day push back my alarm clock by five minutes. And the process of making sure I get up is to rise, water, bathroom, and then straight to it. So that means when our alarm goes off, I don't have a snooze. There's no option to snooze. I have to stop it, get up walk to the kitchen, get me a glass of cold water to shock my system, go use the restroom, and now I'm up. And the way that it's helping is by that that five. So if I'm I start at I started at 7 a.m. and then I just go back. I push it back every day by five minutes. So I'm working on increasing and getting better by one percent each day. 
right? If I got up at seven, seven o'clock, waking up at 655 is not that big of a difference for my body. It's not that big of a change day by day, right? Remember with the aggregation of marginal gains, but it will all lead up to the body being fully comfortable and automated to waking up at 5 a.m. So that's the purpose of it. Find you a process that will allow you to get 1% better each day. You don't have to make these big drastic changes, right? Just focus on changing 1% each day. And then I want you guys to create a tracker to measure your consistency. So I have this tracker that I put on my refrigerator that tracks my consistency in running my morning routine. What time am I waking up? Did I work out? Did I read? Did I journal? Did I day prep? Those are the five things that I have on, on that tracker. And I track other things in different places, but that one right now is on my refrigerator. So when I go get that glass of water, not only do I see what needs to get done, I get to check it off. And that checking it off really is, is some power behind creating checklists and creating graphs that you can mark in like, like it's just power behind it, right? It just... When you do it, it's like telling yourself point for Kai, right? Point for me. I'm winning today. Oh, it's only 10 o'clock and I already finished my my list. Yo, I'm killing it. Today is going to be a great day. Seeing it is believing it. So you do that consistently for a long period of time. Your confidence starts to boost up. Your competence boosts up, especially if you incorporate some type of reading and self-development in there. And you are going to have consistently much better days. Last one I'm going to give you guys is the tip to give yourself rewards based on the length of time that you are consistent. So for me, once I get to that, not, not until I like not anytime before, but once I do get to that 5 a.m. mark and I wake up consistently at 5 a.m. for a week, I'm going to give myself one cheat day because I'm also on a diet. I'm doing keto right now. That's a whole nother episode, right? I'm, I'm doing a diet, but I'll give myself one cheat day. If I give myself, if I wake up at 5 a.m. for a whole week straight. If I do it for 90 days straight, me and Alana are going to go on a trip. We're going to take ourselves a nice little vacation to reset, maybe plan some new goals, etc., etc. But give yourself some rewards based on the length of time, right? So don't, you didn't, you didn't see that I was going to give myself a vacation after, you know, one one week of waking up at 5 a.m. That's not enough time. I didn't give myself enough time to actually reap the benefits of waking up at 5 a.m. I know during the morning routine, waking up at 5 a.m., 90 days straight, a whole quarter, my my business and personal finances and everything will be in a totally different space. So I'll be able to give myself a reward like going on a vacation and paying for a vacation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So give yourself a reward as big as the accomplishment is what I'm trying to say. So if you don't feel like an accomplishment is that big, don't give yourself a reward that is that big. Give yourself a reward that matches the accomplishment. So moving on into, you know, the next part of the show is again, talking about the differences between perfectionists and progressionists. And I mean, really per perfectionists live in a fragile glass bubble. The world of being a perfectionist. And if you're a perfectionist, you're going to hear this and you're going to eventually agree and probably agree to what I'm about to say, because being a perfection, a perfectionist means living in this fragile glass bubble that is ready to break at any moment when reality checks the foundation. 
right? It's a bubble. So bubbles don't have foundations for restructuring. It's a glass bubble, which means that a, 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 a crack, like a little tap with a little hammer on the right spot is going to set it off and it's going to break the glass bubble. When reality comes in and checks in and says that, you know, this situation is coming, when life happens, you know, because perfectionists have a process, which means that I have the start and I have the end and I have everything in between. And when you throw in other things, the process is no longer perfect. The journey is no longer perfect. The event is no longer perfect. It's ruined, right? And when reality finds out that there is no, no foundation, our perfect friends are now exposed to the honest truth that indeed nothing about what they were doing was perfect or who they are was ever perfect. It's all a cloak and dagger, right? It's all a lie we tell ourselves to try to give ourselves the control that we wish we had, but we don't have, right? Because most perfectionists, you know, have, you know, morning routines, you know, have processes, you know, have certain things mapped out, but it's still something missing that they still lack the consistency, right? Because they allow the smallest thing to get in the way and then it throws off the entire thing. So, and you guys tell me what you think. You think I'm just totally out of pocket, right? You know, am I wrong? Or do you guys agree? Like perfectionists live in this cloak and dagger type of world and it's not really what it seems to be right i want you guys to think about it anything like think about anything you can that is perfect is it a flower i don't think a flower is perfect i think a, a flower also has a progress because if a flower was perfect then there will be no seeds right if there were a flower, if a flower was perfect, there would be no seeds. Everything will start out as a flower. Also, we'll notice that very different, uh, very few times do one does one flower look exactly like the other flower. You can notice something that's a little bit different about the flower of the same kind. So it's not a flower. Is it the human body? Now we know the human body has a progress and process. It's not perfect. One, if it was perfect for the same reason a flower can't be perfect, we will all start out as adults, you know, in our prime, you know, where we make the most money and we're, when we're the happiest. But we don't. We start off as infants and we go through processes where we're, you know, not confident about where we are. We're not, you know, happy with the people in our lives. We're not happy with ourselves. We're not happy with the direction that we're going in. Right. If we were perfect, we wouldn't experience any of those things, this unhappiness, this this. This, uh, when I was growing my locks, right? If locks were perfect, I wouldn't go through this phase of the ugly lock phase when I when, when it was like this tiny, right? And you guys who've had hair and had those awkward phases, like whether it was in high school, middle school, whatever, you know what I'm talking about. If we were perfect, we wouldn't go through those awkward phases. So it's not the human body. What about mother nature? Is mother nature perfect? You know, I, I would say that, you know, if 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 there was a such thing as perfection. Mother nature would be the closest thing to perfection, if not for the reasons that you guys may think, but for the reasons that it is perfectly imperfect, like it, it, it creates things that happen for the first time ever. Right. Mother nature is known 
to throw in uh, an outlier or throw in something that throws off the balance of something and maybe starts a new process and a new balance. So Mother Nature, even being as imperfect as it is, I believe it is designed that way perfectly, if that makes sense. So that's the only thing that I think is the closest thing to perfection. But let's go on. Like, what else? What else can be perfect? What else can be perfect? You guys tell me in the comments, what do you think right now that I missed that is actually indeed perfect? You can have maybe the perfect bike, but is it truly perfect? If you leave it outside long enough, it will collect rust. Is it perfect? Right? You can have, you know, AI. Is AI perfect? Because it's so smart. But at the end of the day, it was created by humans and humans aren't perfect. So we can we not as can we as imperfect beings create something that's perfect? Hmm. That's interesting, right? Think about it. You guys tell me what you think is perfect. Are we really capable of perfection? Are we really capable of perfection or were we created to have progresses to be able to learn and grow from? Were we created to have everything figured out or were we created to learn and figure it out? I believe the latter. I believe that we were designed to create. That's why we are so creative. That's why human beings are so creative because problems are going to come. Literally, God, the universe, whichever you want to call it, is telling us that there is nothing that is perfect. So we're going to give you the abilities to create solutions, find innovation, come up with different, you know, softwares and techniques to go around this imperfect life and to navigate this imperfect life. So are we capable of perfection or were we designed for progression? Progression is the mindset to adopt if you truly want abundance. And despite the word perfection and what perfection may sound like in all actuality, perfection derives from a scarce mindset. Perfection derives from there not still not being enough. So I have to hurry up and have it all figured out because there, there's there's but it's always something to learn. It's an abundance of things to learn and discover. So embracing that and acknowledging that means that you will also embrace and acknowledge progression and learn and understanding that you don't have all the answers. The wise man knows what he does not know. That's what makes him wise. He knows a whole lot, but he also knows that he doesn't know everything and he doesn't know anything at the same time because knowledge is infinite. And I mean, if knowledge is infinite, not to get too deep again, can you truly know everything if knowledge is infinite? Can you truly know everything? And if you can't know everything, you can't be perfect. Because we are beings of knowledge. We, we like that's why we have a brain that operates the way we do. Everything we are is based on what we know and what we believe. We talked about it before the identity piece. You are what you repeatedly do and what you repeatedly do becomes your habits and your habits are based on your belief system so you are what you believe so if you know nothing you are nothing that may sound like well how dare you say i'm nothing 
I'm not saying that you're you're nothing, but you are only as valuable as what you know. So as always, I'm super thankful to have you all a part of the show week in, week out. I just gave y'all some gas. And the question now is where you're going to go with it. You know, not, if you know nothing, you might want to use that gas, get in a rocket ship and take off to space because space is infinite. I'm sure you I'm sure you will learn a whole lot if you go out there. The ocean is infinite. I'm sure you'll learn a whole lot if you go down there. But the question is, most importantly, is where are you going to go now that you had that full tank? Before we end the show, uh, before we end the show, I want to ask you, or I want to tell you, like, what if I told you that you could have even more access to my network of six, seven, eight-figure earners outside of these interviews, right? What if I said you could get weekly mentorship and coaching by some of the fastest growing entrepreneurs in their space right now? What would you like? Would you want to be a part of that? Would you want to commit, you know, an hour a week to, you know, mentorship with some of your favorite people that you've heard on the show so far? What if you were a part of an intimate group of like minded uh, entrepreneurs that also were there to keep you accountable for hitting your goals and accountable for setting new ones? Would you want to be a part of it? Would, would that be helpful? If the answer is yes, we got the golden ticket here. We just launched the Millionaire Meetup. Yes, the Millionaire Meetup is now an exclusive community to do all of the above, right? To do all of the above and check this out just for the remainder of this quarter. So you have the rest of August and September. I'll give you access to the Millionaire Meetup for just $1 for the first week. For the first week, you'll get access to it for a dollar and you'll be able to let me know if you like it. If you like it, great. You get to stay with us. It's $35 a month. But if you don't, hey, let me know why you didn't like it. I just want to give you guys the opportunity to expose you to the endless uh, the endless possibilities of what this millionaire meetup is going to do and what the Abundance League community has to offer on Patreon. We're going to be doing that through Patreon. So if you want to be a part of the, the millionaire meetup and you want to just try us for $1, text $1. Text. You don't have to like send it. Just text dollar trial. As a matter of fact, we'll say that. Text dollar trial to 678-329-3389. That's dollar trial to 678-329-3389. And with that said, just remember to keep focus, build momentum, and drive results so you can continue to live abundantly. Peace.